You're listening to the Realized Empath Podcast, where we get real about loving and stumbling through our sensitive lives with your host and holistic counselor, Kristen Schwartz, who helps redefine what's possible for an empath who embraces a path of self-healing. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Realize Empath Podcast. I want to start out by expressing my sincere gratitude for being here with me today. Your presence means the world to me, and I'm truly thankful for the opportunity to connect with each of you. In these challenging times, I want you to know that I empathize deeply with anyone who's been struggling with the recent world events. The chaos and uncertainty can be overwhelming, especially for empaths and highly sensitive people like us. But I want you to understand you're not alone in this journey. Your feelings are valid, and I care deeply about your well-being. That's why I'm excited to share something amazing with you. I'm going to host a special masterclass this Friday, October 20th, titled Navigating a Chaotic World with a Tender Heart. In this masterclass, we'll explore powerful and practical ways for empaths and highly sensitive people to navigate the stress and challenges of today's world while embracing the beauty of our sensitive hearts. By attending this masterclass on Friday via Zoom, you'll gain invaluable insights into how to manage and alleviate the emotional burdens you might be carrying, to techniques for setting healthy boundaries and protecting your energy to ways to transform your sensitivity into a source of strength and resilience, and so much more. This masterclass will give you the tools and knowledge to thrive as an empath in our ever-changing world. So to secure your spot, spots are limited, you can visit my website at realizedempath.com and click the services tab to register. I can't wait to connect with you during this transformative event and support you on your journey towards embracing your empathic gifts. Again, thank you for being part of the Realized Empath community, and I look forward to seeing you at the masterclass. Okay, back to today's episode. So what we're going to do today is we're going to dive deep into a topic close to many hearts, the healing power of nature and ecotherapy for highly sensitive people. My goal today is to explore the profound connection between highly sensitive people and the natural world and discover how ecotherapy can heal and rejuvenate our sensitive souls. So settle in, get a warm cup of your favorite beverage, open a window, let the breeze in, and let's get started. Let's kick things off by truly grasping what it means to be a highly sensitive person or an HSP. Imagine Sarah, an HSP, overwhelmed by the noise and chaos of a bustling city. So Dr. Elaine Aaron's research outlined in her book, The Highly Sensitive Person, sheds light on individuals like Sarah. HSPs have a heightened sensitivity to sensory stimuli making everyday experiences more intense. Like Sarah, their emotional depth and empathic nature allows them to deeply connect with others' emotions. Now let's explore the fascinating history of highly sensitive people and our deep connection to nature. So this connection is not recent. 
It's not something new, um, and it actually has roots in cultures and traditions worldwide. Now, historically, of course, HSPs have existed, although the term highly sensitive person was coined more recently by Dr. Elaine Aaron. What's intriguing, though, is that many ancient cultures recognized and valued individuals with heightened sensitivity to the natural world. And these people often played crucial roles in their communities. So let's look at a few examples. First up, indigenous cultures. So many indigenous cultures have long honored individuals with heightened sensitivity to nature. Shamans, medicine men and women, and spiritual leaders often were HSPs who could commune with the natural world and gain insights and guidance from it. Their role basically was maintaining balance and harmony with their communities and with nature. And so in ancient Greece, philosophers like Plato and Aristotle acknowledge the importance of spending time in nature for mental and emotional well-being. They recognize the healing power of nature and its ability to restore the soul. Even then, highly sensitive individuals were likely drawn to these ideas. And next, Eastern traditions. A deep connection to nature is central in various Eastern traditions like Taoism and Buddhism. The practice of mindfulness, often linked to these traditions, encourages individuals to connect with the natural world as a means of achieving like inner peace and enlightenment. Many highly sensitive people find resonance in these practices. Now, fast forward to today, and scientific research has provided a more comprehensive understanding of the link between HSPs and nature. Studies have shown that time spent in natural environments can significantly reduce stress and anxiety and symptoms of depression. So it's like science is catching up to what ancient cultures intuitively understood. So consider John, who'd be a modern day HSP who lives in like a really busy city. So he's felt the pressures of urban life, but found solace in nearby parks and green spaces. John's experience aligns with these historical and cultural connections between HSPs and nature. This historical perspective reminds us that the bond between highly sensitive people and nature is timeless and deeply rooted in our collective human experience. It's a connection that transcends cultures and continues to be a source of healing and renewal for highly sensitive people today. Now let's dive deeper into ecotherapy. Ecotherapy is a powerful therapeutic approach that leverages the healing potential of nature. It's not just like a casual walk in the woods. It's a purposeful and intentional form of therapy that can be incredibly transformative for HSPs. Ecotherapy, sometimes called nature therapy or green therapy, is rooted in the understanding that our connection to nature is essential for our well-being. This form of therapy recognizes that the natural world can serve as a mirror and a healer for our inner selves. Imagine, if you will, it's, it's as if a gentle journey of self-discovery and healing 
will in within the embrace of mother nature. So what actually constitutes ecotherapy? It can take various forms really, um, and it's tailored to the individual's needs and preferences, but here's a few key components. So we have number one, we have nature immersion. So that involves spending quality time in natural settings like forests or parks or even your backyard, these environments provide a nurturing space for reflection and self-exploration. And then we have mindfulness and presence. Ecotherapy often incorporates like mindfulness practices, it encouraging adults to be fully present in nature. It's like observing the natural world's sights and sounds and sensations with a sense of awareness and gratitude. And next, creative expression. So some forms of ecotherapy involve creative activities such as journaling or drawing or photography in natural settings. So these can be a powerful tool for self-expression and healing. And last, we have group therapy. So ecotherapy can also be done in group settings. So basically, that's when individuals share their experiences and support one another's healing journey. The sense of community can be especially beneficial beneficial for highly sensitive people. When I was trying to come up with ideas regarding planning the next Realized Empath retreat, ecotherapy came into came into play. I really wanted to make sure that I chose an environment that was heavy in nature and beauty. I knew I wanted to have some ecotherapy um, sessions um, that's why we're having nighttime forest therapy walks and group rainforest explorations during the day. I know the power of ecotherapy and nature when it comes to impasse and highly sensitive people. So when we think of ecotherapy, let's put it in story form around another highly sensitive person that I know. So Lisa is an HSP that was struggling with emotional regulation and sensory overload, and she found immense solace in ecotherapy. She joined a group ecotherapy session that involved mindful walks in a nearby forest, and the group ended up practicing deep breathing, grounding exercises, and then they shared their experiences. And then what happened over time was Lisa gained a profound sense of emotional balance and self-awareness through these sessions. So ecotherapy is a versatile and holistic approach that aligns beautifully with the needs of highly sensitive people. What it does is it provides us with a safe and nurturing space to connect with nature and to ourselves and to each other. It's not just therapy. It's a journey of self-discovery and healing and also empowerment. So how can we incorporate nature into our daily life? So I want to go deeper into practical tips for incorporating the healing power of nature into every day, especially if you live in a bustling city. As empaths and highly sensitive people, it's crucial to have the tools and practices to help us stay grounded and connected to the natural world. And I understand that can be difficult if you're living in a place like New York City, okay? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. 
If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. So tip number one is micro moments of nature. So in the hustle and bustle of city life, I want you to find micro moments of nature as much as you can and whenever is possible. And this can be as simple as pausing to admire a tree on your way to work or watching birds in a nearby park during your lunch break. So these brief encounters with nature can be incredibly refreshing and grounding. Tip two is you can create a green oasis at home. So consider bringing nature indoors by adding house plants to your living space. You know, not only do they purify the air, but they but they also provide a sense of tranquility and connection to the natural world. And choose plants that resonate with you and require minimal care if you're like me and sometimes you can forget to water. I find that succulents, like not only do I love the way that they look, but I have some in my bedroom and in my kitchen and they require very little water. I take a couple ice cubes, maybe two or three ice cubes every couple weeks and I just put them in the pot keep them by a window, and it's so simple, and they're so beautiful. Next tip, nature-infused mindfulness. So what's great is you can incorporate nature into your mindfulness or your meditation practices. You can find a quiet corner by a window and focus on the view of trees or the sky even. You can even play like flowing water or bird song sounds in the background to enhance your experience. Next, urban nature escape. So seek out your city's urban green spaces. Maybe it's botanical gardens or community gardens. Utilize these areas because they offer a peaceful retreat from the urban chaos. You can spend time there whenever you can, whether for a leisure stroll or a picnic or simply reading a book in a natural setting. Does wonders. Next, take weekend nature getaways, right? So plan the occasional weekend getaway to nearby natural areas or if you live in a city, there's there's often natural spots just a short drive away. Having these mini retreats can provide a much needed reset and an opportunity to immerse yourself in nature. Tip number six, digital detox. So I know we all know this, but how often do we actually follow through with what we know? In today's world, um, we're often glued to our screens. So Consider implementing a digital detox when you consciously set aside time each day to disconnect from devices and spend time in nature, even if it's just for a brief walk. And last tip, and one that I highly considered when I was planning the Realized Empath Retreat, is forest bathing. So explore the practice of forest bathing known as Shinrin-yoku in Japanese culture involves immersing yourself in a forest and engaging all your senses to connect deeply with nature. Even if you don't have access to a forest, you can adapt this practice to a nearby park or botanical garden or any green area. Remember that these tips are not just about escaping from the city, but integrating the healing energy of nature into your daily life. Doing this allows you to find balance and reduce stress and nourish your sensitive soul even in the chaos of a city. Nature is always there to provide solace and renewal. We just have to embrace it 
and welcome it into our daily routines. Now that we understand a bit more about what ecotherapy is, let's actually explore the science behind nature's profound impact on our body and mind. So numerous studies have demonstrated that spending time in natural environments can significantly reduce stress levels. Nature offers an escape from the demands and pressures of modern life, allowing our bodies to relax and unwind. Nature has also been linked to improve mental well-being. Exposing ourselves to green spaces has been associated with lower rates of anxiety, depression, mood disorders. It's like a natural antidepressant that's available to all of us. Nature has a remarkable ability to boost our cognitive function too. So time spent outdoors can improve focus, creativity, and problem solving. It's it's as if nature refreshes our mental faculties. And believe it or not, especially in the fall and winter, which happens to be flu season, Nature can actually strengthen our immune systems. Yes, that's right. Hiding inside our houses when there are illnesses roaming about outside is not ideal for our immune systems. The photon sites released by trees, for example, can enhance our natural killer cell activity, making us more resilient to illness. And nature's magic wand also helps reduce inflammation. So, Chronic inflammation is linked to various health issues, and studies have shown that immersing ourselves in nature can help reduce markers of inflammation in the body, which obviously does contribute to our overall well-being. Nature is also a natural mood enhancer, so nature triggers the release of feel-good neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine leaving us with a sense of contentment and happiness. Nature also helps to lower our blood pressure. And this can have a positive impact on heart health and reduce the risk of cardiovascular diseases. And who has ever felt mentally fatigued? So a short walk in nature can work wonders. Nature provides what's known as a soft fascination, allowing our minds to relax and restore attentional resources. So all these scientifically proven benefits, what they do is they underscore the importance of integrating nature into our daily lives, especially for empaths and highly sensitive people. Nature serves as a powerful ally in our quest for well-being and emotional balance. So before we conclude today's episode, I thought it would be fun to do a guided meditation. And I want to stop really quick and say that if you are driving or in a place where you can't close your eyes and really relax into the meditation, That's okay. You can fast forward through this and save it for when you get home from work or you get home from wherever you're driving to. Because what I want this guided meditation to do is transport you into the heart of a serene forest. And it's designed to help you experience nature's healing and grounding energy, even from the comfort of your own space. So find a quiet and comfortable place to sit or lie down. And you can pause this until you find that place. And then I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath in and exhale slowly. I want you to let go of any tension or distractions as you settle into this moment. 
Now imagine yourself standing at the edge of a lush forest. The air is crisp and clean and the gentle leaves rustling in the breeze surround you. With each breath you take, you can feel the calming energy of the forest filling your lungs. As you step forward, I want you to notice the softness beneath your feet. The forest floor is covered in a carpet of fallen leaves. The path ahead is dappled with sunlight and it creates a dance of light and shadow. You begin to walk deeper into the forest and with each step, you feel a sense of serenity and connection washing over you. The tall, ancient trees stand like guardians, their branches reaching the sky. Take a moment to place your hand on the rough bark of one of these wise trees. Feel its strength and stability. And I want you to know that you are in a place of safety and peace. As you continue your journey, you come across a small crystal clear stream and you kneel down and dip your fingers into the cool water and it feels refreshing and invigorating. Listen to the gentle babbling of the stream as it flows over the smooth stones. The sound is soothing and calming like a lullaby from nature herself. Now find a comfortable spot to sit down by the stream. You can feel the softness of the moss beneath you, and the forest canopy above provides a natural roof Casting just a gentle shade. Close your eyes and take a deep breath, filling your lungs with the pure, fresh forest air. And as you exhale, I want you to release any tension or worries and let them flow away like leaves on the stream. Fully immersed in this forest, connected to its energy and wisdom. And I want you to take a few moments in silence and just simply be present in this natural sanctuary. As we conclude this meditation, I want you to remember that you can return to this forest within your mind whenever you need peace and rejuvenation. You can carry its serenity with you as you step back into your day. And now I want you to start wiggling your fingers and your toes and bring back your attention to the present moment. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you for joining me on this journey into the forest. And I hope you feel refreshed and grounded and ready to face the world with a tender heart. So as today's episode wraps up, let's let's take a step back and summarize the key takeaways from today's episode. We've covered the profound connection that highly sensitive people share with nature, and we talked about some scientific evidence and some real-life examples, and we've seen how ecotherapy can be a potent tool for healing and rejuvenation. And to my incredible listeners, I want to encourage you to embrace the healing power of nature in your own life. If you resonate with the traits of a highly sensitive person, I would love for you to consider ecotherapy as a valuable resource. Again, I'm so thankful for your presence and support. 
And if you found today's episode enlightening and valuable, I'd be overjoyed if you hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with fellow empaths and highly sensitive people. And also remember to connect with me on social media, explore my website for more resources and engaging discussion, including my masterclass this Friday, October 20th. I would love to have you there. Until our next rendezvous, take care and remember to stay deeply connected to the wondrous world around you. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Realized Empath Podcast. Revisit past episodes or contact Kristen at realizedempath.com. Did you love this episode? Please share it with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, sensitive souls.